thank you Toastmasters for the opportunity. So I'm here to share my lessons and experiences in personal branding. By no means I'm brand, by no means I'm anybody who could be called an expert in this area. But I never shy away from sharing. My mantra always is that I know a little bit more than maybe some others and it is my duty, responsibility to be able to share that. And in that spirit, I will share a few thoughts today and uh, hopefully it will resonate. So I'll take you back in time a little bit. The year is 1987. Uh, I was in class 11th uh, that time and uh, the occasion was the selection of the new school council. So head boy, why deputy head boy, and you know, there would be houses and some schools, it was called Southern, if you studied in North India. I was a popular candidate from amongst the student community for the captainship of my house, which meant I was a direct choice for the deputy head boy. So there would be two and there was an outside chance of being the head boy as well, if I got enough votes. So definitely the Deputy head boy was a dundee, everything clear. Uh, as usual, overconfident, the, the whole thing ended in me not being even shortlisted for the captainship of the house. So forget the head boy, forget the deputy head boy. I was not even shortlisted for the, the group captain or what the house captain. So I've always been curious to know, fine, what has happened has happened and the the teachers who were the group of teachers who were in charge of this house told me, you can't speak to save your life. And this role requires you to keep people together, keep people, you know, encouraged, motivated. And this is school, by the way. This is class 11th. So I'm not talking about last year's my appraisal or anything. This is class 11th. This is exactly what was told to me. You can't speak to save your life. So that is my first memory of being reminded uh, of the importance of being able to speak properly and articulately and at least in a manner in which you can communicate your thoughts. And that to me was important for a while, but I could not do much about it. Right? It was feedback, like more feedback, it was without an action. It was more uh, admonishment, less of feedback. And I said, fine, I did what I could to do the run the house properly, support the captain and forgot all about this or rather, you know, it went into back burner of your mind. And I'm sure many of you have had something similar in your life, something that was in your schooling or, uh, or in that age, which has stayed with you. And this, this is 1987. Today is we are 2021 and it has, I can remember the scene. I know the teachers who said this. I know the other candidates ever since I have worked with so many other people, so many people have worked for me. I have had colleagues, friends, I've forgotten many of those names, but I haven't forgotten that particular five minutes because it left an impact. It left an impact which uh, years later I realized that they were actually right. We can debate whether the job required me to be able to speak articulately, whether the job required me to be speaking confidently, but given or agreed that the job required these qualities, I was definitely not fit. But this realization came much later and that's when I started doing something about it. And that is where my interest in reading started, my interest in getting better started. First realization, of course, in getting better is that you should know where you are. So if you have to go somewhere, you should know where you are. In, in any situation, even if you are going to the local grocery store, if you don't know where you are, you will never get where you want to uh, get. You will get somewhere. And sometimes accidentally it might be better than what you thought. But hope is not a plan. 
So, so with that story, I'll, I'll push you a little further and ask you, how do you show, you try and run this in your mind and I will try and read your mind and share my thoughts. How do you show up? So when you go for something, you have some function in mind for anything that you're going to buy. Let's say a phone that you may be wanting to buy or a pen or anything else. So you have some function in mind first that the object that you are going to buy should be able to perform these one, two, three or more functions. Then form takes over. Okay, it should look nice also. And for some people, of course, form might precede function, but generally function precedes form in most buying decisions, including household items or including, including even a house or a car that you may be buying. Function precedes form. It should do the job. And, and then comes a stage where you are looking for form. And uh, you will usually find that there will be two, three contenders which are in the same form and function band. Just imagine, even if you're buying washing powder, right, which is a pretty standard item, and assuming the days that you could go to the shop and, or even now if you're buying on Flipkart or Amazon, you will search for washing powder in a certain range. You might get three options and then you pick, and that's the time when the brand plays the, because everything else is equal. Or it is within a range. Even if Ariel is 5 is more than surf, that 5 degrees does not matter to you at that point because you thankfully are earning in a zone where 5 rupees is for 10 rupees is not a issue. So all those things are equal. That's when brand comes into play. Exactly the same happens to you. Now imagine you are the washing powder and you are up for an interview, whether external to the company, internal to the company, wherever, it doesn't matter. And you get to the final round, three people. More or less everybody has done the same work. More or less everybody has, is from the same education background. A little bit more and a little bit less. Salary levels might be more or less same. So surf is more expensive, air is more expensive. That can save sales, right? What matters at that point, that decision point, is the brand you carry. You, what is your personal brand at that point in time? And that is something that you cannot build while going to the interview. You can rehearse all other questions. You can practice your speaking maybe one week, two weeks before the session, which I will never advise, but you can improve. You can definitely improve on your articulation, your confidence, your speech, your pause, your pitch, your tone. All those things you can improve in maybe two to four weeks time, but you cannot improve your personal brand in two to four weeks time. So now understand where we started, where, what is the need for a personal brand and where does it come handy? It does not come handy or it is not your primary, it is not your visiting card alone. Your, uh, your brand reaches the room before you reach. That's, that's what a personal brand is. Another aspect of this is that you might see people around you whom you always aspire at. This guy turns up, this girl turns up, he's always immaculately dressed to the occasion, always is confident, speaks the right thing, always meets everybody in the room. That's the person's brand. The person has built that brand over a period of time. And like in sports or in any other profession, it takes practice, it takes consistent practice to build your brand. I try to put together my thoughts in this simple way. So just internalize this, create, enhance and reinforce in that order. And after you reinforce, you again create a higher level brand. This kind of a model is nothing new. Even in Toastmasters, you would find something similar. The words may be different, but it would be something similar. It may be four steps, it may be five steps, but it will be sim similar. Any sports also is that you create your ability 
you enhance your ability and then you reinforce and then there is a next level. And then you again follow the same cycle and then there is a next level. So the, the point I wanted to make now, why should you create? And we discussed the why part of why should you create the brand is because that defines you. That is your identity. It arrives in the room before you do. Uh, people know you for that. Therefore, consistency is important and all that. Right. Now, particularly in an online world where we are all primarily living online lives these days. And even when things get better, I suspect the online life will be a large portion. This disruption that we've had in the last 18 months or by the time we get to work, looks like it will be at least two years, would have altered the percentage of the percentage importance of online in your life forever. Right. If it was 10% important before the pandemic, it will be 25, 33, 50% important when the pandemic, sometimes a decades change happens in one year. So this change otherwise would have taken maybe a decade to happen. If we went from 10% to 25% to 30%, may would have taken maybe five years, seven years, 10 years to happen. But now it has happened within a year. Now, everybody is not only okay, we are actually welcoming this. We have totally internalized it. Right? So coming back to this, uh, the create part. So you need to be able to figure out what you are. So I'll give you my example. So I do run a, a podcast and management education channel called, or rather an interaction channel called Manage Better. It's doing well on YouTube. Well, from my standards <laughs> and, uh, you know, podcasts and other things. So do check it out when you, uh, when you can. But more importantly, why did I create it? It is an extension of my brand. So I'm, I'm known for somebody in, in my circles as somebody who can articulate a concept, has some good connections and can engage people in a conversation. If you bring all this together, what comes? You get an interview, right? If I can articulate my own thoughts, I have connections and I can, you know, get you or engage people in a conversation. What is the outcome? It's an interview. So I do my podcast or uh, the session in an interview format and that has become my brand. Enhanced brand over the last 18 months. So when, when this uh, pandemic thing happened, it was an opportunity for me to pivot to something more. And that something more is this. So that's my brand. You will have to find your own brand same way, right? What are you standing for? And that will change every two years, three years, five years, right? Uh, not directionally, but I would say value-wise. So you will change your brand or your brand will enhance every three, four, five years, typically. And if you don't see that change, then possibly you have not been on the right path. So you've stagnated a little bit. I, for example, keep a resume every year. I refresh it every year and sometimes even twice a year. Not that I'm looking for a job, but I, it is an indicator that have I done anything useful in the last six months, which, which enhances my brand uh, as, or which enhances employability, right? Uh, irrespective of whether I'm looking for a job or not. So that's the, uh, you know, create and enhance part and I will come to the, and reinforces because like I said, everything, if you keep doing the same thing, even if, even if you do the same exercise routine for those who are interested in exercising and or physical fitness, your body tends to learn and doesn't then respond to the same exercise. So most of the fitness regimes mix it up. There is a CrossFit uh, exercise, there will be something else. You know, even in cycling, you don't do the same cycling routine every day. You will mix it up. Why? Because you're training your muscles to respond to different stimulus. Same thing happens for enhance. So the, I think the important part therefore is that you not only create, you enhance and then you continue to reinforce. This is sim similar to the sharpen the saw. If you've read, read Stephen Covey's seventh habit, 
this is nothing but an, you know, you reinforce. So you keep doing the loop. The why, what, and how of the branding part. And this is a model I use for almost explaining anything. I'm today explaining personal branding. But if you ask me to explain blockchain, I will pretty much use the same, same model. So this is also part of my brand, extended brand that I try and look at everything in, in the same, you know, lens. Of course, you need to be flexible, but, but this is what it is. What is important here is you have, if you did notice that the, the first question is why? Why do we want to have a personal brand? If your answer is not strong enough, not consistent enough, you will not put the effort that is required. So why did you want, where did you join Toastmasters, for example? You just didn't wake up one day and say, oh, okay, today is the day I will join. Today is the Toastmaster day. Panditji has told me, my Kundli says, today is the brightest day for joining Toastmasters. You don't do that, right? It is over a period of time in your mind that, okay, I need to do something about this. And one of the ways seems to be Toastmaster. You would have spoken to other people. Some feedback would be there. Some, some organic process will be there. And then that day arrives and you say that, okay, seems like this is what I want. So there is a strong why. Same way for your personal branding exercise. What is that strong why? Do you want to become a popular YouTuber? Then the game starts at 100,000 subscriptions. So what are the things you should be doing if you want to become a popular YouTuber? You should be in entertainment, gaming, financial markets, you know, those kind of advice. If you, if you are giving advice on maybe, you know, slightly serious matter, then you should be really, really good in that world class, right? That's when you will get to that. So your why should be clear and then only you can decide the what. The mission is that there is something more internal, right? So fine, the vision was to get to something, you know, visible, tangible outcome. But the mission is that deeper, even deeper, the peeling the onion. So why do I want to do this? So in my case, like I explained, I always had this desire of, you know, speaking to people, learning from people, assimilating that knowledge, conceptualizing the, and summarizing it and sharing it with others. I don't know where it developed, but over the years, this was there for a long, long time. And now it has found a medium. Now it has something similar will happen to you. So you will have to find your mission and vision around it. Mission is deeper than the vision. Vision is more tangible that others can see. There is a goal that you can see. Mission is unlikely to change. Vision is likely to change every three to five years. So that's the why part and then comes the what part the what part is having a plan right so what kind of a plan do you need do you want linkedin for your personal brand do you want facebook for your personal brand do you want instagram for your personal brand depending on the kind of audience depending on what you do you will need a certain vehicle for your personal brand so that again the question goes back to why so the why will dictate the what if you probably may not be able to start your personal brand together and personal brand may not be only online, it needs to be offline as well. So if you are a, for example, some of you might be aspiring master of ceremonies or, you know, MCs. So if you, if you want to get into that space, you know, doing only online is not going to help. There will be some offline requirement as well. So the why will dictate the what, and you will have a plan. My recommendation always is that have 100 day plans and then keep revising. So in a year, you will get three cycles. 100 day plan is a very good plan. You get a break of approximately 15, 20 days. And you can have three cycles in the year. You will see tangible improvement. Don't have everything in this month. So July, you know, 17th of July, Anshman spoke to us. 18th of July onward, there's a LinkedIn uh, post. And then three days later, you have run out of steam. Exactly similar to running. So you, Anshman has run marathons. You know, tomorrow onward, we will 
be on the road. Pandemic or no pandemic, you'll be on the road. I can guarantee that day after tomorrow, you'll be in the hospital. So that's the final destination. Same thing happens to your branding efforts also. You don't do it consistently. You don't do it with a plan. You are likely to fail or like giving up is the equivalent of getting injured in running. So giving up on your plans is the equivalent, right? So you, injury gave you up or you gave up uh, because of something else. Net result is that you are not continuing with your dream. So my suggestion is have, go slow, have a plan. And if LinkedIn, I specialize more in LinkedIn and I give a lot of talks around LinkedIn, but there are several other, depending on your why, there are several other mediums. Um, you could write, you could blog, you could do other things. If you are a singer, SoundCloud could be an exciting medium, depending on what you want to do. And the second aspect of the what is that don't think you know everything because, you know, obviously you don't. So learn from others. Try and learn from your influencers or the influencers you follow and you will get a uh, fairly good idea. The last part I normally don't speak about, which is how. The how is very personalized. You will discover your how. Nobody else should be teaching you the how. Unless it is a very, very specific subject like a financial analysis, then there is some how about. But you will discover your how. For these things, for self-growth matters, you will discover your how. That how will stick. The why and what, you can have a coach. But if you need a coach for the how, then there is some misstep somewhere. Like I said, there are some topics, of course, which need a, a coach for how, like the financial part or other some similar part. And, and of course, you know, if, if your intention is to improve your, your speech or delivery or something, then you need a Toastmaster kind of a session. That is, I would put it in how, though you can put it in what as well, but I would put it in now because you are trying to improve and, and the confidence and the articulation part can come in the what. So these were some of my thoughts and just to summarize, I would like to remind that, you know, you are your brand. Nobody else is investing in you. You are investing in your brand. You are your systematic investment plan. And if you are not interested in your brand, nobody else is. If you see that person with 100,000 followers, 500,000 followers and only are cynical and skeptical about him or her, that person has, has no idea that you even exist. Right? So there's no point in thinking on those lines. This is an extremely conscious journey that you take. And as I said, you know, you create a brand, you know, enhance it, and then you reinforce it. And that cycle continues. And the why, what, and how cycle is extremely important. Answer your why. Why do you want to do that? That will dictate the what, and you will discover the how. Whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, your brand exists. So you already have a personal brand. You're just not aware, right? We may not know, uh, but our brand already exists. People already know us in a certain way. Every action that we perform or don't perform results in the reinforcement of that brand. So by denying yourself a brand, uh, you are only maybe pushing the inevitable a little further in your life. That's all. You may not want to be known as that, but you already are. So your brand is not what you want. Your brand is how what others see you. So it is already there. It's not something that you can decide whether it is required, essential or not. It is there. Already. What you can decide is to whether you want to promote yourself as that brand or not. The promotion is definitely conscious. Like I have been talking about my some of my examples. So that is a conscious effort to mix the lessons that I shared with some promotion of what I do, so that it's a believable articulation, which is my style. That is my brand. People know me as that. People call me for that. People speak to me for that. 
you will already have something. Right? Today, in this age, the competition is so stiff. When you go for an interview, when you are that surf and aerial, and pretty much all can watch the club. What is differentiating you is that brand. It's totally up to you. Second, I think internal brands are even more important than external brand because you are with those people day in, day out. So not all of us are into public speaking. Not all of us are into reaching out and, and looking for a conference slot. Some of us are quite internal and want to do a good job at work and, you know, just confine ourselves to that company. Fine. Fantastic. You know, that's, that's you. So your internal brand is even more important then because people want to work with you. People want to engage with you. People want to learn with you. Whatever be your job, you are not getting anywhere without collaboration with team members and others. Right? So your brand is even more important. Currently. Even if it is not about hiring, just about getting work done. You will know of people who can call up anybody and say, can you please, I know it is a Friday. Can you do this for me? I have a meeting on Monday. Please. There will be people who say, no, sir, I have my busy. But there will be other people who will say, of course, for you, I will do it. They may not use the same words, but they will do it. That's your personal brand. Because you have invested in that brand over the months and years, that person will do it for you. Because, you know, they trust you, they believe you. It's not out of fear or anything else, but they trust you, believe you. That's your brand. So internal brand is even more important, not only for hiring, but just to get work done. The one minute kind of elevator speech would be that you are your own brand. If you are not investing in your brand, nobody else is. Right. Your reputation reaches the room before you do. Your brand reaches the room before you do. The why of every situation in everything, particularly in personal branding, is extremely important. Why will dictate your what and then the how will emerge. So please don't worry about the how, worry about the why. Why do you want to build a personal brand? What are you going after? And then have a plan and stick to the plan for at least six months. Don't stick to the plan for three days and say, that, oh, this LinkedIn doesn't work, Facebook doesn't work or Instagram doesn't work. It is working for millions of other people. If it is working for them and not working for you, the answer is obvious. So that's my message.